This is Sora, and you're listening to my favorite dog show, the weekly show with Aditya. This is episode 476 on the 31st of January 2022 as the month of January comes to an end with only 10 months remaining in the year 2022. Sports athletes, there is a term associated with them, comeback. It's a term I disagree with, but it's a term that we often use. It's used in other professions as well. But as far as sports athletes are concerned, it's a term that is used so often that it's become a cliche, a stereotype. So what is the comeback if a sport athlete is out due to an injury break or in the contemporary times over the past 24 months due to an infection break? We all know what the imaginary infection is or personal reasons they miss out a few months even one or two games they miss out and when they return to the team the important word being they return to the team it's called a comeback for example let's take an example which will which everyone will associate with Rohit Sharma missed out the South Africa tournament due to injury. When he will come back, when he will take over as the captain in the 50-over format, of course, we'll say for the first time, he's a full-time captain. We also use, we also love using the word for the first time in 20 months. How can it be first time in 20 months? If you did something in 2018 and you're doing some that thing again, you cannot, it's a baffling term, but then that's the language and we love using these terms for the first time in XYZ time for making a comeback. You also use this term in others, in other professions. If someone returns to their chair, if they are a chairperson, CEO, whatever, if they return after a while and why will they be off the work? The only reason people miss out, sports athletes or other people miss out is personal reasons, vacations, which is like, okay, you, take, you took a vacation, big deal. And then, of course, the imaginary infections which have polluted and rented a space in their mind that the so-called experts who don't even know half the things about this, everyone wants to add their own thing to this, which is, a, which is nothing but a joke. So yes, 
I do not agree with the term comeback. So, okay, a certain individual returns after a few months. It cannot be a return or a comeback. I disagree with that term. But that's the way things are. And that's the acceptable norm. Why? Because a majority of print, electronic and digital media content creators and consumers love this term. It has been used for a long time. Because it's supposed to be a 21st, 22nd century term. I disagree with it. And then, of course, we all got excited about Rafael Nadal winning his 21st Grand Slam championship. Big deal. We all know. Why do we get excited about a private tournament? A private, it's a private, it's a private tournament. It's for his okay, good. If he's won, why should you or I celebrate? There's nothing to celebrate. Because there'll be better people than him. His opponent, Medway Wave, I would rather have him lose than win. Of course, he makes a comeback after losing the first few sets. There also we use the word comeback. I don't know why. But that's the acceptable sporting jargon. And it's been used for so long that there is no... I, I have no idea when it originated. But because it's been used by print, electronic and digital media content creators. I have my doubts on their credibility on creating content. Everyone accepts it. But more on this on another day. Let's get to our main menu. So any professional wrestling event which happens, especially the pay-per-view events, they don't happen in a normal manner. If a professional wrestling event, whether it's WWE, AEW, Impact Wrestling, Total Nonstop Action, or New Japan Pro Wrestling, or whatever be the company's name, unless there is some controversy, unless something untoward happens, it's not a professional wrestling match. And that is exactly what happened in the Royal Rumble 2022. All the championship matches ended in ways which could be debated for long. The winners of the Royal Rumble events themselves were not a surprise package, but not the kind of individuals you would expect to be present over there because of reasons before that. So let's discuss each match in detail one by one. It's 10.15. So the first match was between Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar for the WWE World Championship. It was built as a match which happened for the first time in 20 years. Here you can use the term first time in 20 years because it does make sense because it was happening for the first time in 20 years. A match, 20 years in the making. A match between two individuals of similar pedigree, similar histories, winning amateur wrestling. The way they promoted them, well, the promotion was at a decibel level which cannot be competed with. 
So both of them had similar backgrounds of amateur wrestling, winning championships at the amateur wrestling level, at the Olympic level, whatever you may want to call it. And then so having a brief relationship with the mixed martial arts, going to other promotions to hone their skills, returning, winning championships. This is how this match was built as a match between two 260-plus pound, six feet, beefed up wrestlers. So that's how it began. But it ended in a manner which was a little disappointing. But then, as I said, if there is no controversy and if the ending is not anticlimactic, it's not a professional wrestling event. And it was living up its, to its name that there was rumble, it was royally can call it a screw job in many ways but then that's the nature of professional wrestling whatever be the promotions and it wasn't just about Lashley and Lesnar it was also about their hype persons MVP on Lashley's side Paul Heyman on Lesnar's side but then Paul Heyman is the kind of individual who can switch sides in an instant and once again, Paul Heyman was a factor in this match and he was struck between whether he was an advocate for one wrestler or he was a special counsel for the other. So what exactly did happen? Well, for a brief moment, both of them used their counter maneuvers from Spears to the Hurt Lock, to the Kamura Lock, to the F5s, German suplexes. Nobody knew who was in control because both of them were grappling and it was almost at an equal level. Then what happens? Something which has been happening for the past one year. The referee is knocked out and then Roman Reigns comes from nowhere, knocks Lesnar down unconscious with the championship belt which was given to him gladly by his special counsel, Paul Heyman. As I said, Paul Heyman will always be a factor. He'll be switching sides in a moment. If he was a poll strategist in a campaign, you couldn't compete with the ideas he had. But let's not go there. So once again, he switched sides. Taking advantage of the situation where the referee is knocked out. And if the referee doesn't see any kind of untoward thing which can disqualify the opponent from outside interference, it doesn't count. Taking advantage of that, Lashley wins, went on, goes on to win the championship, and it could be and one could say that it was sweet revenge. Well, was it? Was it or was it not? We'll know very soon. But that's how this match ended. It started with all the hype, all the video promotions about their past. It ended in an anticlimactic and I would say a disappointing manner, but that's the way professional wrestling is and will always be. So let's not be disappointed. Let's move on to the next match, which was even more interesting. While Roman Reigns did interfere in a match of another championship, his own championship was at stake. His 
cousins, high persons were barred from ringside. And then what happens? Reigns and Rollins have a history of being part of a faction or a stable called Shield. Reigns and Rollins moved on from it, but the past kept on coming back. And then what happens? Seth Rollins uses this highly emotionally charged situation. He enters with the shield music, wearing the shield gear. It, it was, I knew this was going to happen. I just I was just waiting to see when it was going to happen. Was it going to happen in the pre-match promotions or on the day of their match? It was predictable but brilliant. And brought out some nostalgia. And then every move was countered. The stomp from the spear was countered with a pedigree. He used their own version of the shield bomb to drop him onto the table. And for a moment, it looked at Seth Rollins with a couple of sweet chain musics, had the match under his control, had Roman Reigns beat. And then what happens? Roman Reigns uses his countermeasure, which has won him numerous championships. For the past one year, he developed a new arsenal called the In a, he submitted Rollins. A 25-minute classic ended in a dampener. And Roman Reigns retained, but that did not end. After the referee officially called off the match, Reigns decided to exact sweet revenge. Well, it, it had taken eight years, but... The way the entire thing was created, it would have it could have happened a few years ago, but then that's the nature of the way things are. When you know some when you have individuals such as Reigns and Lawrence, or if you had Kevin Nash and Hulk Hogan, who were also part of a stable or whatever other stables and factions were in the time gone by, it's not surprising. He used a chair to exact events if that's how we look at it but is this rivalry done well as long as both of them are part of this company unless one of them decides to move to a new company which may not be surprising it can happen it's not a lot of wrestlers have moved on to a fresh new company that so i'm not going to get into that debate because that's the personal and the professional decision as long as these two are part of this company even if they are from different brands. This rivalry is not over. So that's the way things are. But a classic match. Eventually the submission maneuver was the end of a match. And it was an interesting situation. But who knew... Rain go, would go on to interfere in another match. One doesn't know why, but then that's professional wrestling. So it was the day when championships were to be retained except one, but that's one where you can debate upon who deserved it more. Here, it was about someone who has been part of this business for 10 years versus someone who has just joined in the past two months. And then, 
experience versus a bit of overzealousness may be caused due drop not taking advantage and pinning the opponent but then that's the way these things are at this match happened few years ago you may have seen due drop win you may have seen due drop win but that did not happen but that did not happen that's the way things are and so the championship was retained and that's how this match ended it was a good match both of them grappled for it but experience came in favor of the champion the defender and that's how the match ended Well, this was another match which could have had all kinds of consequences. Miz and Maryse taking on Edge and Beth Phoenix, two individuals who are still part of the wrestling business, and two individuals who have semi-retired. And then they came back in a husband-wife versus husband-wife match. This had been going on for a while. Some kind of rivalry between Miz and Edge, which started in a few years ago, and that's the way this rivalry was there. And of course, the sentimental favorite in Edge and Bed Phoenix went on to win the match compared to Miz and Maryse, who would have been seen as the antagonists, the villains in this situation, the way they antagonized Edge and Bed Phoenix and the way the thing, the way the pre-promotions happened, the mind games that were going on in the pre-promotion times, and the sentimental favorites, and of course the Hall of Famers went on to win and retain this match in a mixed tag team match. Of course, Miz and Marie's had an advantage, but. The experience of Edge and Bed Phoenix was something which was important in this context. And that's how this match ended. But what was surprising was what happened in the Royal Rumble match. Now, this is very interesting. As I told you before, Brock Lesnar was deprived of his championship thanks to an interference situation. The referee being knocked out. So, what happens? And I'm not surprised that this actually happened. That Brock Lesnar entered at number 30 which made the crowd go wild the commentators also were well shell shocked at this but it could have happened either way had bobby lashley lost he would have come and been a number 30 i would i was not i was just waiting who would be a number 30 will it be listener will it be rollins will it be lashley of course the one who lose will be a part of this so it didn't surprise me of course there were no surprises 
in this match they only limited the the field to their roster and whoever came they had a good chance they had a few known wrestling individuals i won't take the name because that's fine so it, nothing surprised me even lesnar's entry was as it was expected it was not a surprise it was not at all a surprise the way the match came about it was not at all a surprise that brock lesnar went on to win the royal rumble match he came in the end he took advantage of a tired group of wrestlers he was the freshest one and therefore at number 30 your chances increase and then it will be interesting to see whom he challenges lashley or wins but it's going to be an interesting few days leading up to the next pay-per-view event if the men's royal rumble match winner wasn't a surprise enough the women's royal rumble match winner it didn't surprise me when ronda rousey came in and at at some number whatever the number was and then she used her skills so the interesting part is that both the winners are former mixed martial arts athletes they are former champions in this business and It's they are free agents means they are not tethered to one roster means now you would say that ronda rousey makes a comeback after 3 years after winning her last championship not seen for 2 years people quite kept questioning will she be a regular or will she be one of those individuals who comes and goes at her whims and fancies but then they are free agents so what was the discussion between ronda rousey and the management and the chairpersons of the the wwe board one doesn't know but it did get the crowd wild again and while it could have been a wild card entry because did the other wrestlers expect this well i'm sure they must have got some kind of message of some kind of a surprise element coming up but not surprising that she goes on to win now who will she challenge there are two champions for both of them and she has a history both both of them so it will be very interesting to see whom the two winners challenge remember they have a very similar history they have been part of movies they have been part of mixed martial arts that is ufc and other similar programs they are former champions and they are free agents and they have a strange relationship with the management they're not regular they don't compete regularly they're not part of the regular roster so it will be a very interesting situation as to how this whole thing pans out and can you say she makes a comeback after 3 years maybe do i don't really agree with the term comeback
well this ends episode number 476 on the 31st of january 2022 stay tuned for the next episode For more awesome content, tune in to the next episode of the Weekly Show. And I will be back with episode number four seventy-seven on the second of February, twenty twenty-two. So stay tuned and while you wait for the next episode what should you do why don't you put these legendary books in your must read books column why don't you put these legendary books in your must read books column